As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up? Um, the internet again has been tripping on me, just going in and out constantly. I'm in the middle of trying to find a workaround. I'm trying to combine internet connections to make one. I've got another company that I went with and had two companies at my home and I uh, tried to run them both at the same time but the other speed is not even up to par with the good one that I use so now I'm trying to hook up my phone and uh, uh, Mediacom at the same time and I'm trying to figure out a workaround man uh, I may, I don't know if I'm gonna have to just do these interviews um, off air and just record them with the guest privately and then re-upload them um, I don't know but um uh, some of the audio got kind of jarbly and jumping back and forth and the quality got really weird towards the end but uh bear with me on these interviews guys i have a lot in store for you all and uh, i'm trying to find a workaround so thanks for all the support and uh hope you enjoy Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Truth Seeker Podcast. I'm your host, Truth Seeker, and I'm uh, excited and delighted to be with you guys again, as always, to cover all things 
spiritual. And um, today is we're going to just jump right in, man. We're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit, the Kundalini, and the sacred secretion. It's going to be pretty good. I've been dropping jewels and gems throughout my music for a while. One of the things that was really for me, like the point of no return in doing a Christian ministry and being a Christian rapper and doing worship in churches and stuff was when I started talking about the Kundalini. Um, and I've, I've done several podcasts on this and this is when, um, it wasn't a big thing now. Now it's a, uh, common thing to have your pastor do a sermon on the warnings and dangers of the Kundalini spirit that is invading the church. Well, uh, before it was like mainstream and popular to talk about, just like the Illuminati and all that kind of stuff, uh, we covered that subject and um, we covered it in a positive light of really just looking at it for what it was and how uh, through the study of syncretism, how it mirrored what we call the Holy Spirit, which is the set apart spirit mentioned of in the Bible. And so this spiritual awakening and euphoria and ecstasy and uh, this fire from on high that's coming through and cleansing you from all of the, the, the wrong that you've done and all that kind of stuff. Um, we started talking about that and uh, that really got me excommunicated. Like that was the, uh, the straw that broke the camel's back. So, um, it's been something o over the years that I've kind of just kind of went back and forth with. And usually a lot of people who follow the work, uh, they can't get past that, especially a lot of Christians or whatever the case is. They're told that it's you're praising another spirit or allowing another spirit to enter your body. Anyway, um, when, when you study syncretism, you find out that that's not the case. It's the same thing. The breath, the pranayama, the life force, the chi energy, the tachyon, even the force that's mentioned up in Star Wars. It's all the same thing. So we're going to be talking about that, ways to activate that, to cultivate that, and uh, just really get into that, that spiritual um, uh, euphoria and cultivate walking in the spirit as it's mentioned of in the Bible. Uh, before we go any further, I want to say a huge thank you to all the Patreon supporters and just had a, a, someone else just now sign up. So I'm going to give a shout out to you while you're on here. Um, that was uh, Corey Hank. Corey Ham, thank you, Corey, for signing up, becoming a patron, believing in my work, and helping me bring this show to the masses. Man, we're in talks with a uh, radio network right now that's going to put us on over a hundred radio stations, live streaming, and in front of um, millions of listeners. Um, so yeah, we're about to make some big moves. So thank you guys for believing in the work. Shout out to um, Harvey Joel and our latest patrons within the last week or so paula fields uh if you believe in the work and like what i'm doing and you want to see me take it to new levels and new heights uh please head on over to patreon.com backslash truth and sign up for any level of giving there's different tiers and um you get pretty cool stuff i give my uh, entire discography of music uh 200 plus songs are available via my patreon for a donation uh let's see you get access to our thursday night school of the mystics and we're going to be starting back up the sunday seer class it was the Sunday morning seer class, but on the east, uh, the west coast, it's really early. So I may have to do it the Sunday night seer class. That may work out better for a lot of people. We end up getting a lot of people to sign up, but not a lot of people show up because it's so early. It's like 6 a.m. on the west coast when we were doing it. So anyway, just uh, patreon.com backslash truthseeker. Check it out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and jump into today's interview and bring on my guest today. My guest is... Kelly Marie 
Kerr. And uh, quick shout out as well to uh, to Kenji on, on Patreon as well, who uh, who actually inboxed me and, and told me about her work. So, Kelly, welcome to the Truth Seeker Podcast. How are you, my friend? Hi, I'm really good. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, shout out to Kenji as well. Heck yeah. So um, yeah, show me your work and all of your um, your videos, which are done really good on YouTube and uh, all the explainer videos. So it really helps to give a visual. We can talk about this stuff op- openly or whatever, but when you have these pictures and things popping up, it really helps to get a picture of uh, how this stuff works and what it looks like. So shout out to you on your YouTube channel, which is amazing. Oh, thank you. That's really nice of you to say. So I want to I want to explore um, all of this stuff. To, like I said, I, we call it the Kundalini, Holy Spirit, sacral energy, sacred secretion, all of this stuff. All of it's kind of tied together, even though it may not be like all the same thing. And so a lot of times in different schools of thought, they say, ah, 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 see, it's different because it's that or whatever. And so they want to kind of own their thing. Um, to me, in studying syncretism, it all kind of starts bleeding over into the same thing. So I want to I want to definitely go in deep on that. But I want to just kind of know about your, your background and your story a little bit just to kind of uh, give paint a picture for people who don't know who you are and just kind of just a background of who you are, and what you bring to the table, if you want to start there. OK, um, well, I was brought up um, a Christian. Well, I say brought up the first time I was taken to a church, I was 11 years old. Um, My parents were on the brink of a divorce and it was all very um, volatile, strange, um, you know, situation to be in. My dad had a dream um, about some pillars and a dove. I don't remember that well what you know the dream was or anything like that but what I do really remember vividly is that um, he came into my bedroom in the morning and said right that's it we're off to church I've had this dream and I was like dad what on earth are you talking about (laughs) we are not going to church and then he went into my brother's room and said the same thing my brother was equally as shocked (laughs) Um, but we we went to this church and it was a really beautiful place. Um, it was in an old cinema building and it had an enormous sun sculpture on the ceiling. So it wasn't, you know, like a traditional stone building with stained glass windows. It was bright green. It was enormous. And yeah, I just remember this huge sunshine on the ceiling and everybody was so happy and you know the the worship was like nothing I'd ever heard before at that time. Um, it was just so uplifting. I'd never before that moment. I'd never ever been exposed to walking into a room where you could tangibly feel such an incredible vibe. Everybody was just you know, so happy and so grateful to be there. They're feeling, you know, so much more awakened and having the Holy Spirit grow within me so vastly to the point where, like, the visions, the dreams, the understanding that I have is so profound. It's like (laughs) my whole 
you know, life sort of turned upside down. Everything that I thought I knew was almost the opposite. And and now I think I know what he was talking about. So I'm so grateful to have had that experience of the church. Um, but it just goes to show, you know, that everything really does happen for a reason when you're surrendering to the Holy Spirit, because... Um, years later, when I was at university, I joined the gospel choir. So it was kind of an outlet for me to, you know, thank God and praise God, but like in a different setting. And through all the years, whether I was going to a church or not going to a church, my prayer life and my personal seeking and my personal conversations and relationships with God, like it, it never changed one bit. I mean, of course, there were moments where there were more distractions than other moments. But ever since that first experience of God, I have never once thought that there isn't a God or that God is not there for me. Like my my relationship with God become deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and it was an external experience for a really long time in that you know I was praying to God and I saw God as a father figure um or as a friend like somebody you know that you could just turn to at any given moment um and that I would turn to all the time continuously um you know whether it was something good that I was excited about like it was the like God was the first person that I would be like, oh, thank you, God, like this is so cool. Or whether it was something that I was worried about, I'd, I'd kind of vision, envision myself like being in a bubble that, you know, God was looking after me and I'd be like, just just be with me. And there's this one song um, that has always just been such an anthem in my life. I know who goes before me. I know who stands behind the God of Angel Army hey, is I love it. with my side. Like, I absolutely love that song. Um, you know, for for uh, for some time now, I have found it a little bit more difficult to listen to some of the like, you know, Christian music that I used to listen to because, you know, it's like a pendulum between I want to grow and you know take the limits off but also at the same time you know you have these habits and comforts and things that just make you feel good so it's like oh well why not if that makes sense yeah um i've been hearing a lot about that lately of people who like come to like a deeper understanding and they say well that's biblical untruth i can't sing modern day bethel music because it's like not true for me anymore or it's they they talk about seeing God's face and the Bible says that no man can see God's face and live and you hear these different so they have problems singing some of the where they would say heresies in modern Christian music or whatever so because they, yeah. they they're essentially too deep <laughs> for yeah. Bethel music or these guys is it like that or is it it's it's not like that is it it's just something else right um, <laughs> it's a bit like that I think. Um, so the most recent church that I was in, um, I had a bit of a bad experience um, in leaving. I mean, I still feel so much love for everybody there, and there's still certain people that I'm in contact with. But um, 
there was a group of people in particular that were very much like I felt very close to and I felt very much that, you know, were we were equally like mentoring each other through like certain curves of life. And when um, one of them found one of my YouTube videos, um, she actually told the pastor. Of <laughs> hey, hold on. It's like you like and the female you... version of me, man. <laughs> That's exactly what happened <laughs> for me. <laughs> but go ahead. So I um, said, okay, the pastor, you know, got in touch with me and was like, you know, what's going on? Are you okay? And I was like, I'm more than okay. I'm, I'm the best I've ever been. I, you know, feel fantastic. I feel so free and enlightened. And, you know, isn't it amazing that the resurrection of Christ is happening internally as well as historically and, and you know, as well as with the Holy Spirit? And he was like, mm? <laughs> like total Scooby-Doo moment. Um, so then we had to have a formal meeting with other people present and um we talked in depth about the bible we talked about revelation we talked about colossians the law um that's a good one just various things and what came out of it was i was told i can still come to the church but i need to basically keep my teachings to myself and i was told that i shouldn't need to go outside of the bible in order to know God or verify Jesus. And I said, well, I'm not looking outside of the Bible to verify God or Jesus. I already know in my heart, like I already know with my soul, like that, you know, this is real. Stood <laughs> in, you know, the Essenes, like who was Jesus as a person? Like yeah. what these Dead Sea Scrolls that have been done, such a mission for history and I, I found it quite ironic, ironic that they, because from the way that I felt what was happening was that, you know, by verifying certain things, science and in history, actually, you know, you're, you're opening up the doors to so many more people being able to find this love. Um, so that was quite difficult. And I think that's why I find some of the songs hard to listen to because I just... It still strikes a bit of a chord. Yeah. Um, of something that, you know, I was just like really attached to. It's like, one of those family. triggers, man. You got you to gotta get past that because there's some good music out there. <laughs> They're still making good music, man. Bethel and all those guys. But I'm the same way. Like, that sounds so much like what happened to me. And, and like I said at the beginning, I did the Kundalini video and I had a guy on who was just kind of showing you, like in Sanskrit, like the same type of language that you used for the Holy Spirit and Jesus. You know, even the woman with the issue of blood who reached out and touched the hem of his garment, he felt the energy leave him. And that the word that's used, he says he felt the virtue leave him. And that virtue is going back to uh, in Sanskrit. I think it's the word virya of like this virya coiled energy, the life force that he he felt leave. So I did a video on that when it was kind of a, a new thing. And so so therefore, if you Googled kundalini holy spirit on google uh my, my video came up and some of the websites that i had embedded it on so it shot to like a, a lot of views really fast this was like in 2012 and um we were still doing 
ministry. We would lead worship in churches and I we had a hip hop um worship group. My buddy of mine would, would sing and play the guitar and I would rap over it and it was just really deep, intimate stuff and uh, we were set to perform at our church that we, we frequented. Uh, um, and, and the girl, this girl found a video and was doing her own research and she ran across my stuff, you know, of this, this <laughs> Kundalini spirit, where is it? And she found this video of me talking about it and showed the pastor. It was like, he's coming to lead worship and he's talking about the Kundalini and how it's the same thing. And they were just like panic mode and called me and I was like, yeah, it's cool. Like, I'm fine. Like there's so many different ways to, to, to go about it. And, um, but that was like the the straw in the camels. But we had been talking about the the constellations and esoteric mysticism within Christianity, right? That's the the beauty of it is to find like all of that stuff within the Bible that people read over this stuff and they don't even know what they're reading. They're reading, um, and then it, there's levels to it, man. Because like I'm still connected there just because I'm a believer. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still gonna listen to the music, and I still pray in Jesus' name and all that kind of stuff. And it just even when I try not to like to try to like not be so churchy or whatever it still comes out yeah. so I've just like embraced it you know and um but yeah, um, yeah like, I can't help myself sometimes with like praying in Jesus name yeah it's, it's a bunch just... of stuff like doing energy healing work and I'm like I'm just praying you know asking Jesus to come and but it's cool though you know because like you, you know, doing this, you've just like me, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. You've opened up yourself to a lot more people who would never um, come to church or who would never give the gospel or Jesus the time of day because you're talking about some of these deeper mysteries of the gospel and of Jesus and the symbolism and all that kind of stuff. And so you're able to reach a new group of people who would never step a foot in the church. You're seeing that, right? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think it's really nice at the point where it crosses over. You know, it feels like that's where the Holy Spirit wanted to use me because, like, as I understood everything so literally, and I, it's weird because I always knew that about a lot of the metaphors and parables, but for you know the real really deep patterns and the you know the sacred secretion it's not quite so accessible you you almost do need it kind of pointed out or you know to be really going deeply in meditations to and really you know be actively kind of seeking in terms of you know doing your prayers and fasting and and actually removing all these other distractions whether you know it be food or people or um social media or whatever to really sort of feel those those deeper points and those deeper things within you that those deeper points and those deeper things within you that you know you're trying to address or whatever yeah. so well, let it's me, really let, nice before we get a little bit too deep into that which i want to just dive into but i'm going to ask you about the, the church realm as well like did you have that i know you say you felt the holy spirit you come there you feel the peaceful music and tingling on your body and you can go back to that place when you want when you pray you know did you ever have a uh like a baptism of the holy spirit where you had like to receive it and the the the, the burning with fire and crying and the cleansing that one 
experience that you remember? Was it the first time you went or did this was this something no, that happened later? No, it was it wasn't the very first time that I was in church. Um it was probably a year later. There was a huge movement of the Holy Spirit um kind of like an outpouring I think they called it then. Um, where lots of people were going, you know, down to the front to have hands laid on them. And it was really funny, actually. My friend um, who wasn't, you know, in church at all, just a friend from school who said to me one day, like, I want to come to church with you. So she was there and she was the one who was like, come on, Kel, let's go and get prayed for. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to see if I'm going to start laughing or whatever. I was like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I burst into tears. I I mean I I cried and cried and cried and cried. It was like it just had opened this Oh gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. It it was crazy. I just was sobbed like I had never ever sobbed before. And for weeks after actually yeah. Every time I thought about it mm. um, and every time I was alone, it was like those tears would come again and, you know, take over me. Um, and I, I've had that experience more than just that time as well. I mean, I've had it in other churches. Um, when my son was born, I was very upset about the way that the birth had gone. It was a really scary, traumatic situation. Um, probably the scariest moment of my life. And um, after that, there were quite a few complications. And then there were some complications with, with breastfeeding. And I just remember re feeling really low. And one night I got down on my hands and knees next to his cot. And I just started singing, um, Lord, I give you my life you know, even though my life was already God's and I must have sang it repetitively for like goodness knows how long until he fell asleep because he didn't used to like sleeping much. And as he fell asleep again, I just, these tears, like I wasn't making a sound, but there was just tears rolling down my face. And then I, I heard whispering, um, you know, the Lord's voice and it was just so comforting and it was it was like yeah i'm here like i know it's all good like you've got this um sort of just just comforting words and yeah i i've had like i've had quite a few like really profound experiences where i felt or heard just so something that just can't be explained to like your normal emotions yeah. because it would almost be the opposite of like what you were thinking in your like you know carnal mind if you want to use that biblical like term well it's awesome too because even like you you were just talking about it a while ago and you got those chills like that euphoria like it's still there and we talk about how like you know you because it's a place you've been in consciously spiritually you know how to get back there all you gotta do is just start talking about it right and it brings you immediately back there and you can tap into that 
and you can share that with other people like the other people who need that encounter or want that and say look I've been there this is what we'll do and just start thinking about it or do a meditation or whatever the case is and, and allow maybe even share that same music right that, that got you there and people <laughs> have those encounters as well which is the beautiful thing about it I start talking about my conversion and I get the same way I just start tingling and feeling it and remembering it and it's like Man, you know, those are the foundations. And I'm sure like you as well, like you've learned so much over the years in your study and maybe questioning, well, did Jesus ever exist? Was the whole thing a metaphor of just trying to wrap your mind around and what you've learned and what you now know and trying to come to terms with that and still remaining in your faith, not shaken, but there's a deeper, more beautiful, esoteric, as above, so below, as within, so without. It's not just a story that that we read on a on a book. It's a story that's happening within us, you know, and, and just it, it makes it more real. You know what I'm saying? And then it's a mirror of heaven and heavens within us and all of these things. And it just, so it doesn't like say, Oh, I told you the Bible was fake. Like, no, no, no. It's the greatest story <laughs> ever written, man. It's, it's the story of our spiritual journey and our awakening and the allegory and who these people are concerning us. And then you start reading the scriptures and you find out that you're not reading about King David fighting Goliath. You're reading about you fighting your giants in your life and all of this stuff. And it just becomes more intricate and it reveals like the scripture says it's like you're beholding into a mirror and it's able to divide between soul and spirit and sharper than any two-edged sword and it's like no this is the real deal so it's not like and i know we go through those times of questioning but at the end of the day this is like the most powerful book that ever existed you know yeah absolutely have you went through those times of shaking though of like learning too much and like oh i can't go back I've learned too. It seems like part of you is, is kind of there now with the, the worship I mean, music in the church thing, you know? I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not sure if I've ever said this out loud before. Um, after the sort of dust settled, after, you know, my sort of real awakening, um, I think I was so concerned about whether or not Jesus had existed as a physical person that, you know, and there was lots of comments happening on that original video that I did Yeah, saying, oh, I I always knew Christ wasn't real then. Oh, yeah, yeah, this makes so much sense. And I had never considered it to be that way. To me, I had always considered it to be, oh, it's layers. Like, this is just another, another layer of that creation. But when I started to read those comments, like I did go through a period where I was quite overwhelmed and I almost started to worry that there may not have been a physical Christ. And I think that it's not that I was worried in terms of that doesn't change anything, that doesn't change my faith. Exactly. I think I was worried because it meant that I was going to kind of grieve for somebody who I'd seen in that way. You know, like almost like, oh, so my friend is imaginary then. You know, <laughs> it sounds really bizarre. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I still think, you know, it's very difficult to say, you know, I've watched so many studies on this historical aspect and yeah. so many people will say, well, he can't be empirically 
prove. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. As ever walking this earth, and, and that's fine. Like, now I think, well, I choose to believe that he did walk this earth, but also, like, if he didn't, the consciousness... The change, yeah. the what he did, whether he's a fictional character or a real character, is still the same. Like he raised the vibration on this planet. He taught people unconditional love and compassion. Like you know, no matter what. So yeah, it's really it's really strange. But I know totally what you mean about kind of you know you 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 pray for these revelations and you pray for like a, a deeper connection. <laughs> And, and then you from, get it you know, yeah and then all of a sudden you have your mind blown and you sort of have to have, spend a month finding the pieces again yeah um another question i had so talking about like the fasting and um being able to uh, use that to achieve spiritual um experiences heightened states of consciousness linking it to the food in many ways. So is there a link there about the type of stuff that you're putting in your body, types of food? Well, I know there's, you mentioned. Yeah, um, 100% there's a link because, um, you know, everything has energy. If you look at um, the difference between um, a picture of, say, a broccoli and, um, I don't know, like a potato um, under a curly and camera, um, what you're going to do is you're going to see like an enormous aura. You're going to see this glowing um, like biogenic energy coming from the broccoli. And the potato will also have like a certain level of biogenic energy glowing from it as well, but it won't be as much as the broccoli. And it's to do with the level of chlorophyll, the level of photons um, that are in the plant. So the highest vibratory foods are the foods that, you know, are grown outside in direct sunlight. So you know, that's why our leafy green vegetables are so important. Um, you know, limes, lemons, oranges, citrus, like basically all fruits and veg, you know, have got really good levels of biogenic energy. Um, and what that does is just to help your body have a really naturally balanced pH level. Um, because if we have too many man-made processed foods, um, what happens is, is our bodies become really acidic. 
so our vagus nerve stays in um, sympathetic mode the whole time because what it's trying to do is it's just trying to get rid of the acid. It's just trying to balance you out. So it doesn't get to do any of the really important things like it that it needs to do, um, like cell regeneration um, and blood purification and, and just basically like helping you to, to relax and feel really rejuvenated because you're always in kind of this like response mode of trying to get over like that crappy sugary drink that you just drank instead of, you know, moving into a, a deeper level of revitalization and, and recovery. Um, and when your body is um, balanced in pH, there's a whole chapter about this um, in my book, in the God Design, um, about pH balance and about food. Um, but basically what happens is the sacred secretion is dissipated through your body being too acidic. Um, you know, it says that, um, you know, things like alcohol in the liver, like raise your, your acid, like through the roof, um, to the point where your body is just desperately trying to filter the alcohol before it can do anything else. Um, so it, it's like a really, the, the physical counterpart of the sacred secretion is the upgrading of melatonin. Um, so melatonin is self-produced in the pineal gland and mostly it will just stay as melatonin, which is a hormone that helps our circadian rhythm. So it helps us to wake up, helps us to go to sleep. Um, but when the pituitary, the Mary of the scenario comes into play, it actually helps the pineal. So if you imagine you've got this male and this female like helping each other, um, it actually encourages the pineal to upgrade the melatonin. And when the melatonin is upgraded, that's when you get the physical effects of the, um, the raising of the Kundalini or the raising of the, the sacred secretion because the upgraded melatonin um, creates all these amazingly i mean powerful um biochemicals i mean first of all dmt which you know everybody's heard of nowadays mm -hmm. um so we're talking about this clarity of vision this this connection like with seeing beyond the sort of matrix if you want to call it that and then you've got mexamine which is like one of the most ridiculously like healing hormones known and, and that's part of like you know the Essenes and their healing like being able to produce this biochemical inside ourselves that that product that um essence alone will heal so many of our ailments or like help to go towards the healing of those ailments so you know the more you practice this and the more you do this the more you do have this like self-healing effects and, and one of the other incredible biochemicals that's produced um when the pituitary and the pineal balance is um called luciferin or lbps it's um luciferin binding protein and that's basically like our inner light it's the same thing that is in fireflies why we can see fireflies growing glowing at night 
you know, why we can see um, electric eels in a, in a pitch black ocean. Um, so if you imagine that light going off, like, you know, in the, the two secretions from the pituitary and the pineal, because they're back and front, they will synchronize and go into the third ventricle where the CSF is first created by the choroid plexus. And so, you know, if you imagine like the channel of the CSF through like down the vagus nerve, down the, the center, the central canal of the spine and the two outside channels of the spine as well. And, there, and then going into your entire body from there, you know, that goes a long way to explain some of these like in, incredible sensations that, you know, people have and experience and feel which it's just so beautiful how it all corresponds and connects. So it doesn't matter which teaching, which culture, which area of life, you know, you're coming from. There is, you know, a way to describe this and access this that will resonate with, you know, people from all different walks of life. And that's what the God Design tries to do. Like as a book, I really just wanted to highlight, look, this isn't just about Jesus. This isn't just about DMT. This isn't just about the Buddha or about Kundalini. This is about a meeting place where it shows that all of these things are like one. And then the final chapter is just a very sort of, um, I didn't want to go too deep in the like realm of how do I do this? Because I think it is a very personal experience to each person, depending on what, you know, their beliefs are and what their experiences are throughout life you know so i don't want it to be like oh right this is the teaching and this is the ritual and this is what the only way this is the only way that you do it you achieve by doing that yeah because it's just not true but you know the basics are like yeah balance your ph think good thoughts raise that vibration it's almost like the, the scripture talks about um that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I said, think not that God dwells in temples made by hands. See that, and I, it irks me when t- preachers say, "Come into the house of the Lord, everybody." Sunday morning, house of the Lord. Like, hold on, wait, wait. So, uh, my body is the house of the Lord. Is what the scripture says, right? So you're like creating this good meeting place for God to come meet with you. Oh wow, my connection just started messing up like crazy. But let me um, record this separately. Essentially, the statement I made was just as one would prepare their home for a company to come over, right? You want to straighten up. You want to make sure the house is not dirty. The dishes are clean, all that kind of stuff. When you meet with God in the temple, right? And you come to this meeting place with God, you want to make sure that your body is clean as well, that there's nothing in the temple and you're creating this beautiful space where you can meet with the father. So that's the question I asked. And here's her. Uh, reply to that it's it's different for everybody depending on where they are um concerning the food again have you done any research on um parasites in the body and so fasting being able to rid the body of parasites and the ancients like had uh, prayers and banishments against these parasites and they believe that a lot of them believe that these parasites kind of give legal ground for the demonic entities in your life because almost like if your body's the holy land right and you have all these invaders trying to conquer the throne of god or whatever like do you have these almost like um 
what would you call it? Like a, uh, like a holy war or, um, um, a crusade. They're trying to invade the Holy land and trying to take over, but you have to keep it clean. And we got all of these different toxins and microbes and, um, micro, you know what I'm saying? Microscopic organisms and parasites in your body. And so it's happening yeah. on that level as well. Like even the, the old Testament of the Bible fighting these different nations and armies to take possession of the land, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. I have never thought about the invasions as parasites. That's, yeah, that's brilliant. That's yeah, that's, that's another, another big, big link there. I know since you like sacred texts, I'll tell you this, one of the uh, most beautiful ones for me is, uh, the, and it sometimes goes overlooked, but it's called The Recognitions of Clement. Are you familiar with that one? I've heard of it, funnily enough, not that long ago. Um, it's on my list of things to check out, which seems to get longer and longer these yeah. days. I would say, and if you don't have time to read the whole thing, just look it up and then type in demons. Um, okay. Just to see, like, this, so, so there's a lot of um, info in there about um, how food and gorging oneself on food and always keeping the stomach full and all of these things. Uh, and create a, this place where demons can inhabit the body when you are gorging yourself on strong drink and eating foods and things like that and delicacies. And so it like creates this habitation for demons. And so there's a lot of good info on there in, in there about that. So there's a couple chapters. So I definitely would recommend th those parts of it for sure. Um, now I know you got to go here in a minute. Um, just give us a quick overview on like the sexual energy um, you know, in the scriptures, it's like when you're fasting, it says to st to stay away from sexual intercourse, even with your spouse, just so you have that energy and you can focus on the spiritual matters. What where's the link there with you know fighters are training? They they're told you know not to have sexual intercourse or ejaculate or whatever. Like even up to like a month before a fight to keep that you know what I'm saying vigor within them. What, what is yeah, that? you know, if you think about um, like life force energy in terms of, you know, like this invisible um, creative spirit that is, you know, in all things and through all things like or God or whatever, um, you know, a big part of the physical um, manifestation of that is in the... Um, semen and the prostate fluids so you know the sacred fluids and um you know so when we dispel those fluids unnecessarily um just for you know self-gratification like first of all that's gonna make the ego go a bit bananas because you know a lot of the times um you know, it's a bit different if you if it's like a, a loving relationship or whatever. But I think, especially as far as um, dare I say, masturbation goes, you know, this is an imagined thing that you know is going on, and and it's basically like just a waste of that energy. Like the Bible says about you know sowing your seeds on good ground, and it says yeah. like if your seeds become this, if your seeds become that. And, and it's always, you know, referring to, to these sexual energies um, because the seed, so with the sacred secretion, like it, it 
originally come so this is quite interesting because it goes back to what you were saying earlier about what's rising and what's coming down and you know the male and the female aspects of it nothing can be created well in terms of life without a male and a female aspect um you know we certainly can't can't procreate as far as i know um not that i'm saying anything by the way about that well- <laughs> There's a lot of weird theories about Mary becoming pregnant by God and she could without yeah. the help of a man and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Not that I believe those. I'm just saying, go ahead, keep going. Yeah. So um, it's like basically you've got to preserve the life force that's within the seed. And then when it meets with the secretion that is coming from above, so the Holy Spirit or um, the triune spirit, whatever you want to call it. Um, when it meets, it meets in the solar plexus. And that is why the birthplace is known as Bethlehem because Bethlehem is house of breads. House of breads is the stomach, the solar plexus. So, you know, you, it, it is, it has got these two aspects to it, whichever teaching you go to, there is always two aspects of it. You know, whether you're talking about the yin and the yang, the, the lunar, solar, um, the Mary and the Joseph, the pineal and the pituitary, there's always this very strong um, teaching about the way that it unites because um, one of the books that I read um, explained really well about how, you know, God isn't male or female, but it, it, the creative force has to divide to make humans. So when it comes into us, it divides. So essentially the sacred secretion, you could say, is the reuniting of those energies. You know, whether they come from up or down, to me, like it's coming from all around every angle at all times. Like God created the earth beneath me, the sky above me, like, it's coming in from all the pores in my, you know, in my flesh. So it doesn't seem like, but you know, the way that the CSF remove moves around the spine, like it goes down from the brain and goes back up. And there is a very clear path of where the sacred seed would join the CSF. And I believe that physically like that is, the parallel that you, you know you're seeing that's awesome it's so deep and we're, we're even just barely scratching the surface it's just jumping all <laughs> over but i really just to kind of give people an overview but you go into a lot of depth in your book again and then in all the youtube videos that you have with the the uh, explainer videos that you've done which are amazing um i'd love to get you back on here again and, and discuss this stuff again um and go even deeper right we're just scratching the surface with this stuff and it just lends yeah. to so so much more but um go ahead and plug your website your youtube where people can purchase the book all that good stuff here so uh people can follow your work Cool. So um, my book is called The God Design, Secrets of the Mind, Body and Soul. Um, My YouTube is Kelly Marie Kerr. My website is seekvision.co.uk. The book is available um, on Amazon. It's available on other platforms as well. If you just Google it, it should come up. 
the audio version um, is going to be available soon as well because that's something that I was asked for a lot. Um, I'm just about to publish the video for Revelation chapter 6, so I'm really excited about that. And I also have an app um, called Freedom Yoga which is based on the Essene way. So the Essenes, obviously an ancient sect um, living in parts of Israel and Qumran um, near the Dead Sea, where the Dead Sea Scrolls were founded. And um, the Essene way is beautiful because it's an amalgamation of worship, of prayer, of meditation, of physical movement, of using scripture, um, you know, within your meditations. So I wanted to create a yoga app that, you know, people who, you know, really wanted to get a holistic um, practice. So if their time was limited and they say they didn't want to do this, that and that, because, you know, it's just going to, time's going to fly. They could just do, you know, like it's, the app is tailored as well. So you could do like a 10 minute practice, but you could also do like a two hour practice. You select the, um, the poses that you want to do. Um, and then the app puts them all together and plays them to you. And it's all guided. It's a totally guided experience. Um, and it, it's really geared towards, you know, like knowing God and raising the sacred secretion, if you want to call it that, just nourishing ourselves like body, mind and soul. Yeah. So that's called Freedom Yoga. It's on iOS and Android. Awesome. Freedom Yoga. I have to check that out. That sounds really interesting. Um, yeah, there's a free version and a pro version. So the free version is obviously free. The pro version is about nine pounds, nine dollars. I think it interprets the same across the globe. Hopefully, um, it's it's awesome because like just kind of focusing on that because like every time it, it makes it make more sense now when when you read in the Bible in the New Testament, it's talking about walking in the Spirit. Those who walk in the spirit shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And we know what the lust of the flesh are, even we're talking about these carnal natures, carnal desires, and just being led by your appetite, you know, your, your belly, your God is your belly, essentially. But there are all of these practices together, the ways of the Essenes, spirituality, meditation, yoga, taking care of the body. So when you read the Bible and it's talking about walking in the spirit, you get a new understanding that it's something that we're, we're actively doing. We have a spiritual lifestyle and something that we're in communion with God through these, through our bodies, because the Bible says we're fearfully and wonderfully made, breathing techniques and all of this stuff. So it's so beautiful. So uh, I'm definitely going to check out your app. And again, I'd love to have you back on because we just scratched the surface. We didn't even talk about chakras and the seven churches and relating that back. <laughs> scriptures and stuff we'll get there's so much more that we can get into but kelly I, I really enjoyed our conversation thanks so much for hanging out with me i appreciate it it's been such a pleasure thank you thank you so much for having me on and um yeah it's been great all right my friend thank you we'll do it again soon thanks take care bye bye-bye kelly marie kerr ladies and gentlemen enjoyed it good stuff um it's awesome too, like at the end talking about, and here's my shameless plug, in the end talking about the masculine and the feminine combining, one of them coming from the earth, the other one coming from above, All right? We're talking about that. And I just did the um, Heavenly Father, Mother Earth guided meditation. 
and essentially that's what it what it is you're going up to heaven in the meditation encountering the father being wrapped up within his arms of love um having an encounter there again i have voiceovers and voice actors and things and sound effects all within it so it's not it's being led by my voice but then you have all of this really cool stuff i think that sets me apart as far as his meditations are concerned you go you come back to the earth back into your body and then you go down through the chakras and you go down out the uh, bottom of your body or the root chakra and go through the dirt. And as you're going through the dirt, you just hear the earth rumbling and all of this kind of noise and stuff. And you're seeing things and hearing stuff. And then you go to spend some time with mother Gaia to ground and unwind. And she has a message for you as well. So uh, make sure you guys check out those meditations that I uh, worked really hard on. And so there's so much more They're just a whole new, um, aspect to what I bring to the table of creating encounter for people to experience God in a deeper way. So make sure y'all check that out. Um, yep. September the 14th, Mobile, Alabama. Again, we have the Christ consciousness conference coming up. You don't want to miss it. I'm going to be teaching on light healing, sacred geometry, color healing, sound healing. Like we're going to get into all of it and we're going to be teaching on it, but we're going to do it. We're going to come together. Uh, we're going to get in a circle get into some prayer and experience heaven, encounter God in a deeper way. Uh, we're going to have singing bowls. I don't know if y'all know what that is and dealing with the 528 resonance. Um, and so it's going to be good. Not five, five twenty three, I believe it is. I can't remember. There's a whole bunch of them. And Kelly's got a bunch of information on that on her site too. So yeah, support what we're doing, man, because I want to expand this and get bigger. And I'd love to have, um, bigger events where we can bring down bigger names here and, and set them up even just across the U.S. as well and be able to travel and go to some of these events and, and have other people who are like-minded in this field to come together to put on these events. It would be awesome to get together with her and have her do a teaching and a, a meditation and laying on of hands and all of that stuff. So creating that, that groundwork for that. So uh, patreon.com backslash truth. Make sure you guys head over there and check out everything that I offer uh there and uh yeah with that i'm gonna say peace and shalom thank you guys for the support and it means the world i love you guys peace peace That does it for this episode, folks. To hear more episodes of the Truth Seeker podcast, head over to truthseeker.com. And if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truthseeker.